Well, imagine that this was the situation for you. You run a small business on a main road and you're given two weeks warning that the car park spots outside your business won't be accessible to your customers for months. Now, the reason for the loss of car parking in this particular case is because buses are replacing, um, I'm not sure what in that area, buses are working in that area because of the level crossing removal project. But in this particular instance, the project is four kilometres away. And this is a business being impacted by it. It doesn't seem to make sense at all. Now, if you live in Melbourne, we've all been impacted by the crossing removals and the bus replacement services. How has it impacted you? One double three six nine three. To tell us how businesses in this strip in Camberwell are being impacted, I'm joined now by Eloise Trumbull, who's from Trumbull Podiatry. Eloise, good afternoon. Hi, Dee Dee. How are you? Good, thank you. So I know you're on Burke Road, but that's a very long road. Can you kind of give us an idea of exactly where your business is? We are a, a small sort of subset of shops uh, north of Campbellwell Junction, right on the corner of Canterbury and Rathmines Road in Campbellwell there. Okay, so, so um, ha- the buses are replacing trains and obviously using various roads in the area. Um, I suppose they're turning right into Canterbury Road um, from Burke Road there. Um, it is a it is a busy area at the best of times, but we haven't noticed. It started last week, and we haven't noticed a huge increase in buses going past. Um, and there's not a lot of parking in the area, so they've they've directly closed all the car parks out front of our shop. Um, and there are a number of businesses along the strip there that are affected. The part that seems nonsensical to me is the, the distance away from you that the works are being done. Is four kilometres a correct sort of estimation of how far they are? It feels like about that, yeah. Up in Surrey Hills there, Union Road. Um, I travel up and down Canterbury Road myself. It's, it's a long, long way away. Um, I think they're just generally trying to reduce congestion in the area which I fully understand, you know, um, as, as a road user myself. Um, you, you, you'd want less congestion, especially in peak hours. Um, but just to close the, the parking for the small businesses around us, you know, I've got, I'm a podiatrist, I've got a lot of elderly, a lot of disabled people coming and going, and there's just no way for them to access our business in the next few months. How much warning did you get so that you could tell your customers that they'd have to make different arrangements? We had two ladies from Transport Victoria walk into the shop less than two weeks before it started and just literally hand a piece of paper across the desk. I was with a patient at the time, so they they didn't wait around to speak to me. Um, They just handed it to the receptionist and walked out. There was no consultation, no offer of an alternative arrangement. You know, I don't know whether they could have opened up some clearway areas around the corner that would have just, you know, given people options on where to park. Um, What's your? Yeah. Uh, I imagine your local council is Burundara Council. What have they have they bought into the conversation at all? Have they been able to help you? Uh, a bit. Uh, everyone's happy to listen to the story, but everyone sort of says there's not much they can do. John Pesudo's office um, have been down to have a look to see what they can do. Um, they felt like their hands were tied. They sort of suggested getting in contact with Monet Ryan, who's federal. I, I haven't bothered to go down that route. Um, we're just going to try and make our way through as best we can at the moment. But um, it's just, yeah, we just feel a bit forgotten about, you know, a lot of the businesses along our strip really suffered through the COVID lockdowns. Um, I myself was restricted during practice at that time. And now to sort of have another issue to overcome, we just feel a bit forgotten and no one really wants to 
to talk to us about it or, as I said, offer us an alternative arrangement. And if you've got patients who, as you say, in, in many cases they're elderly people, how, how are they actually getting to their appointments? How are they getting the care that they need? Well, as of last week, I went. I, I had to change arrangements and did a couple of home visits instead because there are just some people who won't be able to get in. A lot, many people will go and find a car park, you know, a couple of hundred metres down the road and walk walk back. Um, but there there are a lot of people that I have to get in contact with because they just literally won't be able to come in. I've got people in wheelchairs and all sorts of things. So. And is there any suggestion of any sort of compensation for you in having to do that extra work in order to be able to help your clients? Absolutely none. And I, I'm, you know, I'm not in it to make a lot of money. I've, I've been out to do home visits last week for the same price as I charge, you know, when they come into the shop because I just think it's not their fault that they can't get into my business. So no, no financial compensation, no alternatives for us. Just, well, this is what's happening and, and suck it up. You I know? think that's very decent of you to do that. What, what are the other businesses or in, in your little strip there and, and what are the other businesses saying? So mainly um, I've been talking with the pharmacist because we share a lot of customers in common. Um, he's pretty distressed about it as well. We've got the hairdresser down the road. Um, the Japanese food store next door. It's it's a busy little strip at the best of times, um, and we're all just sort of we've. I suppose we're just a bit flabbergasted that we're so affected, being so far away, and with no no consultation from anybody. No. It's just, we've been told the parking will reopen sometime in May, oh. um, but there's no guarantee on that. You know what? You know um, construction works are like. It could be delayed. Um, it's a long time for for many of my patients if they decide not to come. It's a long time to go without having their foot health attended to. So yeah, and I hate to think that they might then find someone elsewhere to look after them, and you've lost that business permanently. Louise, yeah, look, we'll try uh, and avoid that. Thank you. Well, look, uh, I, I feel for you. It's it, it's an awful situation to be in. I think it's the uncertainty of not knowing the exact length of time that you're going to have to deal with this situation, and the fact that there's no compensation being discussed or offered, and the very short notice you were given. There's a number of problems. Thank you for talking to me today. Eloise Trumbull there, who's a podiatrist. It's uh, Trumbull Podiatry, as she said, uh, on Burke Road, just near um, the corner of Rathmines and Canterbury Road. It's a familiar story from anyone who's been in the path of any of these big build projects, cross-level crossing removals. How have they affected you? Do you use this little shopping strip and has it made life difficult for you? Are you a customer at one of the shops or are you a shop there? How is it for you? 